Welcome to the CapTech Podcast with President Sims. I'm president of Capital Technology University, and Capital Tech is a small, private, nonprofit, fully accredited university in Laurel, Maryland, focused on building and enhancing careers for industry in demand areas across all of our STEM or management of STEM sectors. We have been in business since 1927 and been focused on STEM or management of STEM degrees since that time. We offer degrees at the bachelor's, master's, and doctoral levels. Today, we have Warren King with us. Warren is one of our doctoral students. Warren is uh, working on his doctorate of science in cybersecurity. Welcome to the uh, CapTech podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. Today, why don't you start off by just telling us a little bit about uh, your background? Sure. Uh, so let's see, I've been in the technology field Oh boy, um, without dating myself, it's been about 30 years now, um, flowing through a lot of different areas of technology, development, networking, uh, and eventually finding my way into cybersecurity and such. So uh, I've been around a lot of technology for a long time. How do you find the uh, Doctorate of Science and Cybersecurity program so far? So far, I'm actually really, really impressed. Um, the program, so let me tell you a little bit about when I started the program. So my idea was, and the agreement that I made with my wife was, I don't know how this is going to go, you know, doctorate level studies, but I'll see how it goes. Uh, and at any point, if it doesn't work out too well, <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure you're okay with me quitting. And, uh, she said, yeah, no problem. So, um, now that I'm two years in, um, I tell you, it's a great program. Um, my experience has been great. The, uh, the professors and the classes are really very, very helpful. The way they're designed, the way they support your dissertation, the way you're able to add content and build upon it as you go through the program, I think is a great structure. Excellent. We, I know that's our most popular doctoral program we have is our Doctor of Science Cybersecurity. And you know, Capital Tech attracts um, working individuals from across many different companies, government organizations, uh, you name it. We, we probably have more international students in any of our uh, doctoral programs than we do with our bachelor's or master's and a wide variety of people. Uh, Capital Tech, being a STEM university or management STEM, we're proud for the fact that we also have a minority majority population in, in all the areas, bachelor's, master's, and doctorate. So we reach a lot of people, a lot of companies. And while we're small, I mean, we're total school less than a thousand. We do uh, work with so many different people, different working backgrounds, different uh, social economic levels. We are a very diverse university being a small STEM or or management STEM University. Um, what's your what's your take on the culture of, of all of our students that you've interacted with at uh, Capital Tech? So since the my program is primarily uh, virtual, um, that's been most of my experience with just my cohort and the professors. But just looking at the cohort, it's very diverse. Uh, we have folks that are outside of the United States. Of course, we have folks that are local and we have some that are in other states, but um, 
it's been a great experience with uh, when we get into exchanges and discussions to have the, uh, the value add of other perspectives. And uh, I know you mentioned the, um, the diversity. I want to add one more factor of the diversity is age diversity. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. that, that's a, a real asset. Um, I didn't know if, uh, you know, I, I'd be in class with younger folks. I'd be the oldest person there. And uh, the, the diversity there is great. Everyone uh, fits together really nicely and adds value at different different levels uh, that you absolutely will take something away from each experience. Um, the professors I've encountered have been phenomenal. Um, and as you said, the, uh, the, the diversity, not only in the student body, but also the faculty has really blown me away. I, I've been very, that, that initially attracted me to the school. Um, I was really surprised to see that, very impressed. and. Uh, I can tell you my first residency was virtual. Um, my second residency was in person. And I, I was just blown away. I mean, I, I have never been around uh, that many minority professors, all doctors, and super smart people. Um, so that, that really, really impressed me. And it honestly made me feel like, hey, I want to work here too. <laughs> <laughs> We do have a you know a great array of um, not only the students but the professors that we use, and we purposely at all of our degree levels we use lots and lots of people from industry. I mean that's what we want. We want professors who preferably are working in the field so that whenever they're teaching a class, that they are right there with what's going on in today's you know, needs with technology and technology changes quickly. So it's nice to have them uh, working with it, right, you know, as they're teaching the class. And so we maintain only a small full-time staff of, of professors and, but they're all from industry as well. So um, that's the great thing about Capital Tech. If you, if one of the things, if you ask me is that we're so closely tied to what's going on in industry and we want it to be a win-win because we want our if you, we want our students, whether it's an undergraduate who um, is 18 years old, we want them walking out the door with a great career. If it's a military transitioning person, we want them working with the best so that they get a great job. Or if it's people working in industry, like our masters and doctorate are based around full-time employees working full-time, uh, we support them with those degree programs. We want them to advance in their careers and, and, and by having connections to either the professors who are working in industry or in the doctoral programs, of course, the actual chairs that chair the dissertations being from industry adjuncts for us. Um, we, we really like that here at Capital Tech because the real world is right there for our students. You can't get away from it, you know, and they can um, ask questions and see what's going on. Uh, and so, I think it's a plus at Capital Tech that based on my history, you know, I, I, I worked in the construction industry, project management, and uh, went back to school and got a master's and doctorate and accidentally ended up in higher education. So that, that's kind of my perspective. I liked industry and I went to school to have an industry job. And so I feel like, you know, being here at Capital Tech, I'm part of that environment of providing that for our students because 
it's it, to me it was the great aspect of what I received from higher education. Yeah, it it is uh, really a benefit. Um, the the way the the program is laid out, um, the uh, the connections that you will make as well, um, the cohort approach has been great. Um, I mean, you you live and work with these people, you know, for two to three years. You, you get to really know each other's topics and things like that. You you know share research with one another. You encourage one another, and you know, as it gets tough, you, you need those folks, the support system around you, those who really understand what you're going through and what you're pushing through. So um, it, it's it's been good from that perspective, and also good uh, with the flexibility as well, since it is a primarily virtual program um, and only requiring uh, three residencies on site. I, I think that's um, that's amazing. That, that's really great, the way you put that together. I went to school for a doctorate before the internet was something, so I had to go back full-time. And uh, I did the traditional U.S. type of thing of doing, you know, 45 hours of coursework and 15 hours of research. I was, I was teaching as a graduate student. Uh, that's how it helped me pay for that. But I didn't have any choice back in the uh, late 90s of how to do it. And I couldn't, I had to quit my job to do it. It wasn't like there was an option that I could still work. Like, like we have that option here that all of our students are pretty much working full-time. The outcome of, of the final product, like a dissertation that, that I wrote, um, I know the amount of time and effort I put into just that publication was tremendous. And so we still have the same expectation for our students. Uh, you know, I, I hope that folks who hear that doctorate programs are online don't think that there's any easier way of doing it. There's not. <laughs> it's still a difficult task to do. Very rewarding when you're done with it, but it's still a significant um, publication to, to, to complete. And uh, because of that, and we expect here at Capital Tech, our quality to be extremely high. You know, we want our students also to, to publish them so that the rest of the world can read what they worked so hard on. Um, so from what you've been working on, what's your thoughts on the, the amount of effort that you, you know, to do a good quality dissertation that you have to put into the whole uh, process? Well, it's, so I, I did uh, my bachelor's online. Um, I also did my master's online. So when it came time to do the doctorate, I figured, well, you know, I got the hang of this. I, I should have an idea of what it's like. Um, and I also know that online programs are not for everyone. Uh, it does take self-discipline uh, and focus, and you need to set up a good environment for you to do your work and your studies. And um, the flexibility of, you know, getting your work done around your work hours, the, the workload, as far as with you know maintaining your career and things like that, I, I think it's I think it's very doable. Um, it's not overwhelming, um, but you need to take it seriously, and you do need to invest the time. It is not a uh, a fluff or anything like that because it is virtual. Uh, if anything, my experience with virtual learning is that you are actually going to work harder, um, and this program is is no exception to that. 
uh, all of the professors that I've encountered are very much, um, you know, encouraging this, this final product that's going to represent you. It's going to represent the school and uh, they want you to put the effort and the time and the energy into it. And they're going to support you through that. And, and it gets tough sometimes, but you know, as they say, if it was easy, everybody would have a doctor. So <laughs> it's well worth it. Yes, uh, and, and you're right. I mean, there's a lot of support that uh, all of our students get. And uh, I think in the doctoral program, you know, one of our strengths, of course, is uh, the leader of that, the dean, Dr. McAndrew, uh, does a lot of outreach for the students to help them stay on track and uh, keep on going. And, you know, our goal at Capital Tech is to have all of our doctoral students finish as they're finishing out the end of their program. We, we really don't want our doctoral students to have to continue on with, a, you know, a little extra time to keep working on it. And so, you know, leading the doctoral efforts, Dr. McAndrew, working with the chairs, he, he really is trying to help our students get the most out of the credit hours that make up the program, but we want you to graduate. That's, you know, if, um, I think, and Dr. McAndrew talks about this a lot, is that uh, the, the students that we accept, there's an application process, but we only wanna accept the students that we also feel can complete the program. We don't want somebody to, to just come in the program and then we lose them and they, they, they feel like they weren't supported or they spent money on it. We, so there is that, that application that is really trying to help the students that we wanted them to be successful and accept them. And they also know that if we accept them, that if they work hard, they have a good, good chance of making it through the program because we've screened out who who wasn't ready for it yet. And, and I think that's a plus too, because um, not everybody makes it, but it's a high percentage because we're trying to screen the applicants to be successful from day one. And, um, you know, the doctoral program is based around getting the right people in and supporting them through the program and, um, you know, watching the students walk across the stage at graduation. You always, everybody's happy that day. I can tell you that. That's the happiest <laughs> day in camp. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, just a, a quick word on uh, what you were saying about Dr. McAndrew. And I can tell you the first time, my first residency, which was virtual because it was uh, COVID going on at the time, um, just to echo what you said, the, the dedication that he has to making sure that you complete the program. Now, that comes with a asterisk next to it. And uh, basically, it means that you need to do the work, <laughs> but they are committed to supporting you to getting through the program and, and helping you along the way. And, uh, you know, there were folks in my cohort that had to take a little time off for, you know, personal reasons, things like that, but they returned back and, uh, it hasn't been a problem with the program to to pick up where you left off. Um, and yeah, I think Dr. McAndrew is doing a great job with that, uh, keeping us engaged, keeping us moving forward and encouraging us. So, And there's a lot of choices for, um, you know, the students who are interested as well. Between the program that you're in, the, the DSC and cybersecurity, 
Um, we also have the PhD in business analytics and data science that are structured in the same fashion where uh, you do online virtual classes and then you come to campus once a year for three days. And then there's a lot of other programs that we've structured that are completely online in a pure mentored research model, like a, it's similar to a British doctorate program that uh, we started here with Dr. McAndrew. And so students who can't put in the time being physically here even for three days a year or are not looking for a scheduled synchronous or asynchronous, you know, a live or a recorded course, they don't have to worry about it because those, those are much more flexible. So we've tried to cover the basis so that, you know, working individuals, that's what we're building it around. And, and I, I'm proud of that because, I, you know, everybody should have the opportunity if they want to do the work to complete a doctorate, unlike the old days, like when I had to go to school and actually quit my job to, to make it happen. Um, you know, we, we see a lot of, a lot of happy people that have had that uh, opportunity. And, and actually we've had several, surprisingly, we've had several students decide they liked it so much they came back, applied credits from their first PhD to help speed up and complete a second PhD. So they really liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a true, uh, a true testament. And, uh, you know, some of the professors, the fact that they did come through the program themselves, they, they totally understand. Uh, and the, the variety of sectors that they work in has been great because it, the things that the topics that we usually look at to research and some of the uh, impromptu discussions that come up in some of our classes are all current and relevant. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, again, I can't say enough about good things about the professors and uh, the, the flexibility of the program. I, I really do appreciate that. and. Uh, you know, as I opened up with saying that I left myself the out if I needed to quit the program, not because of the program, but probably because of me. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I here I am, like I said, two years into this, yeah. uh, you know, soon to defend a work that I have never um, put that much effort into uh, research ever in my career. Um, so I'm actually very proud of that. And um, I just wanna say that uh, the professors that I've encountered, uh, so one of them, I just wanna say, uh, Dr. Fain has been phenomenal, uh, both Dr. Butler's and um, Dr. Miller and Dr. Silvertooth, all excellent. The others, I just can't remember the names off the top of my head. But um, for those who might be thinking about it or on the fence about it, um, I would say, just do it, just get started. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like walking, just put one foot in front of the other, keep going, stay encouraged and stay focused and uh, you will get through it. Yeah, it's, it's certainly, you, you can do it. It's, it's, you just gotta be focused on it. And, um, you know, many of our graduates, have come back to help in different positions. Actually, our current vice president of academic affairs, Dr. Bill Butler, he was a long-term DSC cybersecurity graduate that took took a while to complete it, but years ago he did, and now he's our vice president of academic affairs. And uh, other students have come back to us that 
may teach classes occasionally, or in some cases, they serve on committees for other dissertations, and and eventually a few of them become chairs of committees. So, you know, we again we we appreciate the industry experience of our students, and they really like helping the other students once they get through the program. Uh, many of them, you know, they want to help. They, they they liked it so much that they're like, how can I help your other students be successful? And that's that's another great aspect that we have here at Capital Tech that I, I didn't, you know, have the opportunity whenever I was doing mine because it was more of a, you know, big university structure. And, um, you know, so we're small, but it does give us more flexibility, uh, more entrepreneurial outlooks and things that we can do and enhance the students in that aspect, working closely with industry and, and be able to change quickly and add these type of programs. Um, just to give example, uh, we work we, as, as we partner with many companies, one of our latest companies came to us uh, just recently and they wanted us to start a PhD uh, for their employees uh, and they wanted to help pay for their employees. And so, uh, we we agreed, and so now we'll be adding a new PhD program, which other people will want to take, but they wanted it for their employees. So we were able to do that, help them, but it also is something good for the university. So we can do that, and and we like supporting the companies that that are hiring our graduates, and also uh, helping, of course, if in this part of the country between DC and Baltimore, a lot of companies are part of the uh, overall uh, protection of the uh, you know, critical infrastructure is a big thing that we participate in in multiple ways or, or uh, cybersecurity and stuff like that. So a lot of the technical degree areas do kind of focus around that uh, just because a lot of our industry around here is doing that. And so uh, we're happy to work with any business partner from across states that want to work with us. If we can help them, we will. So. We, and we, as you mentioned, we attract uh, these uh, industry uh, professors that really like it too, and and many of them are working full time. So it's a win-win. Whenever we get the the graduates out, like you soon will be, uh, you know, you're probably a potential candidate coming back and helping Dr. McAndrew some way as well. If you you know if you've enjoyed your experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it honestly would be an honor to come back and have some level of influence for, uh, you know, other folks, uh, you know, minorities that are uh, venturing into STEM or have been in it for a while and looking to continue to grow in the field and, and add um, to the body of knowledge, which is always a good thing. Um, yeah, it would be an honor to be able to have that level of influence um, to help build out sector we're, we're very proud of our alumni and as you mentioned we do have a large percentage of minorities especially in the doctoral program that that we're very fortunate to have uh that you don't see at other stem universities and that's just one aspect that makes us special that we're here to help out give everybody that opportunity and uh um dr mcandrew leads a great group of um of the chairs and faculty and and oversees all the students, uh, and, and he's easy to get a hold of. I mean, based on my experience at, at many other universities, it's hard to uh, send an email to the dean 
and have the dean contact you the same day and say, do you want to you want to Zoom, you want to call, or you want to email and get right back to you. Dr. McAndrew is that type of person. And that, and and you know, we're really focused on, if you will, customer service because, you know, again, it's it's partly that relationship you build with the students that makes the success of the program. And um, Dr. McAndrew really leads that kind of culture of commitment to his students and and the chairs and faculty that make the, the, the whole doctoral experience really great. We just had our 300th graduate this year of the doctoral program. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, the DSC was the first one that was started in about 2010. So, um, you know, it's it's not, uh, they're not real old programs for Capital Tech. The doctorate program is being, it just started in 2010, even though the school started in 1927. One of the things that I always like too is that, uh, the culture of what we do with our programs is a direct connection to our founder, who was a Navy vet who wanted to teach students how to build radios. And so we have that same philosophy. We're, we're here to help you build your career in a technical area. And so we haven't lost that in you know the last 90 some years, right? We're still focused on that. And we just added the degrees starting with the, uh, it wasn't even a bachelor's back then, you know, went on to the bachelor's to having the first actual master's degree in information assurance in the nation. And we had converted it over to completely online before 9-11. And then when the unfortunate 9-11 event hit, that pro program exploded in enrollment. And of course, now that's, you know, master's degree in cybersecurity. But, um, you know, we're always looking as well for our programming to be, you know, what what maybe is next thing coming? When we added critical infrastructure degrees here, we started them back in 2018, before uh, similar type of issues like Colonial Pipeline started to arise. And so we understood that critical infrastructure and facilities was going to be a major concern across the nation. So we already had that in the pipeline, growing it. So we try to look out and see what's coming in the degree areas, and then being here having access to wonderful uh, employees at many of the companies, subcontractors, three-letter agencies that want to teach it, you can get somebody in right away and start covering that content area. So it's, it's a great benefit. Yeah, I, I agree. The, uh, the agility that you spoke of uh, with the school being small and agile, um, that's exactly what's needed in the technology sector. And, uh, you know, Coming through, coming through the program, and now you know coming out of the program, uh, you know there's a shortage of cyber professionals. So um, I can see the benefit for for a lot of folks um, that want to you know to build themselves up and continue to uh, grow professionally in that way. And it's really an investment in yourself. So I can see that um, that benefit and strongly encourage folks to do that. And you know, the, the impact that you're having uh, on the cyber field is actually uh, huge. Uh, so I have to admit that I, I never heard of Capital before I came. So, <laughs> but <laughs> since I have it on my LinkedIn profile, I can't tell you how many times I have seen, uh, you know, a Capital Tech uh, graduate works here or this location or, you know, uh, you know the potential connections on LinkedIn. And that, Every time I look, there's there's the capital symbol, you know. So uh, it may not be uh, 
uh, I'd say it's, you're huge in uh, footprint, but you're, you know, you stay small and agile and keep, keep the focus because it's a phenomenal program and a great school. Yeah, and we get many, many students from referrals of other students. That seems yeah. to be one of our most common elements. I, I mean, I don't know how, if you didn't hear of us, how you actually found us, but um, that's that seems to be a common way is a referral from another student. Yeah, it was a, a so I found the school through, uh, because there's one of the agreements that you spoke of um, with my employer. And, uh, you know, I'm local, the school's local, even though it's a, it's an online program. I thought, okay, well, at least they're close by in the area. Um, and yeah, there was uh, quite a few folks that actually had come through the program. So I had a great source and um, resources to ping and say, how, you know, what was your experience there? And uh, everyone had good things to say. So I said, yeah, let me throw my hat in there too and give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. And I mean, most of our bachelors are on ground, but our masters and doctorate are completely online and, and that's geared around the working individuals so that they can continue to work and not have to come here. You know, it's it's fun sometimes to, to see a student walk across the stage who completed an online program and they have never been to campus before. <laughs> yeah, that has to be interesting. I again encourage folks to come by the campus also uh, it's a beautiful campus you know i like the uh the, the buildings there they're, they're actually really nice um i was surprised pleasantly surprised when i when i saw the campus there yeah it's you know it is a pretty campus on 52 acres uh, a location right off the parkway between baltimore and dc and you're kind of surprised when you drive back here and it looks like it's just uh in a subdivision area with 52 open acres of space, you're like, oh, there's a university back there. So uh, it, it is different, you know, whenever you're, you're that busy on the highway because the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, of course, is, is always packed, right? Yeah. So, uh, it, and, you know, we're located between NSA and NASA and a lot of our students work at both those places. So we 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 we're known locally by, you know, the employers, it's just not a, a big footprint nationally outside of that. We're happy to see everybody come here for employment. We have career fairs on campus. Um, you know, undergraduate-wise, we we have lots of internships that we have available for those students. Um, the undergraduate population on campus, we even guarantee them $50,000 minimum starting salary or we'll cover their student loan and their parents' student loan payments until they exceed that. So we, we're not afraid to uh, guarantee that you're gonna find something good if you came here as a bachelor's student, but the master's and doctoral students, you know, I, I'm gonna guess that probably 90 some percent are working full-time. So they're just advancing in their careers, which is okay too, uh, but they can still access career services if they're looking for something different. And, and we have, a, you know, again, we're small campus, but we have nice library facilities and I don't know how much you interacted with our librarian, Alan Exter, but Alan is excellent at all the online doctoral students, helping them find the resources in the library they need. We keep expanding what we, uh, on our end, have to pay for, for our doctoral students to have access to that literature. And Alan will go out of his way weekday or weekend to help any of the online doctoral students get what type of information they need to help them work towards their 
completion of their dissertation. And then, um, as I mentioned earlier, publication, we use ProQuest and, and Alan Exner asked all of our graduates in the doctoral program if they'd be willing to publish their dissertation in ProQuest. And if they will, then we publish it. And then it's accessible for anybody who wants to go read their dissertation. And of course, there's limitations. We do have some dissertations that can't be public. And um, you know some people don't want to publish it. That's OK. But we try to promote all of our students and their work because we are proud of the effort that you take to work through that document. Uh, we realize the time and effort, but we want other people to see it as well. And uh, Alan's always trying to help our students uh, get get that information out. Besides helping the students, he wants to help the university publicize that. So our, our library resources are tremendous for our online students, just as well as our on-campus bachelor students. Yeah, I would echo that. I uh, I had to uh, use Mr. Exner. I think one time there was a resource that I didn't couldn't get access to, and uh, he is very accessible. <laughs> Very easy to talk to uh, and always willing to jump in and help get you something um, that you probably won't be able to have access to on your own. I don't know what he does. I don't know how he does it. But the next thing I know, you know, you're being sent uh, a PDF or access to the article, journal articles or a book or whatever the publication may be that you need for your research. He absolutely takes what you're doing very seriously. And he plays a very big role in that. Um, yeah, uh, he's, he's a great guy. Great sense of humor, too. Yeah, yeah. And he has, has his bachelor's from here many, many years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he worked in industry and came back to work for us. So he's been here a long time, though. Yeah, it's part of the Capital family. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, Warren, uh, we're here, probably coming to the end of our time here. So pretty soon you'll be Dr. King, but not quite yet. So <laughs> right. I appreciate your, your taking the time today to meet with me and, and be on this podcast. Is there anything else that you'd like to say before we uh, close it off? I uh, just want to say thank you. It's uh, uh, an honor, really, to chat with you on these topics and uh, talking about my experience with the school. And uh, I look forward to finishing. And uh, as I said, uh, more than happy to invest in the future students as well. Well, I thank you again for your time and being on the podcast. And any potential student out there, you can look us up online at www.captechu.edu. And if you're interested in the doctoral program and all the pages, you can request information for the person in charge of that uh, degree area. And you can always feel free to enter to uh, email the Dean, Dr. Ian McAndrew. You can find him on our website and he is more than happy to take time out, discuss uh, what the program's like, or if you had an idea of a topic already, he's happy to talk to you about that. So please reach out and uh, hope to see you as a student soon. So thank you. <laughs>